to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And Anne-Marie, we are here for a very special episode today. We're going to have a very special episode. A very special some episode. serious topics to talk about tonight. Yes, I... I oh, wait a second. Where'd Anne-Marie go? It, it's the masked woman with the fairy wand. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... There are too many props sitting here. I can't resist. <laughs> no, but <laughs> we are here to talk about Once Upon a Time uh, with our lovely chat room. I will say uh, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. EST at live universebox.com that's live.universebox.com if you want to join the chat but we're here to play you the big live panel we did a few weeks back in anaheim california at regal con 2015 now this is going to be a fantabulous uh panel fantabulous. here uh, i think i do a pretty good job of introducing uh, the people on the panel during the panel so we won't do that here or anything but i will say stick around after the panel we're going to do story time and i'm going to tell you uh, with a little bit of magic juice, uh, everything that went down at RegalCon. I'll tell you my whole experience in about 15 minutes. Not that much happened. It was only a few days. Yeah. Nothing, so I can fit it into about 15 nothing minutes. Nothing really happened. But, uh, okay. He didn't talk to any celebrities. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But uh, without further ado, and I hope we see you over in chat at live.universebox.com while this is playing, we're going to play the uh, RegalCon 2015 Greetings from Storybrook panel. Enjoy. <laughs> Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I am not Anne-Marie DeSimone. No, no, Anne-Marie is not here, unfortunately. But this is Becca Canote, and uh, we're pleased to have all you guys here today. Uh, definitely. Have you guys been enjoying RegalCon so far? Excellent. Uh, you know what? Before we get started and everything, I thought, you know, just kind of liven the room up a little bit. Uh, we're going to do a little exercise. Can everyone stand up for a second? Okay. Okay, I'm waiting for everybody. Everybody? Okay, sit back down. We're good. All right, <laughs> let's go. Okay, so before we get started, uh, as I mentioned, my co-host, Anne-Marie, uh, isn't going to be able to be here, but no. I, I went to check my email this morning. She had a video file for me. She said she wanted to send you guys a special uh, greeting, greetings, uh, but uh, they, I'm sure it's just something like, oh, I wish I was there, blah, 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 have a good time and stuff, but uh, if they want to go ahead and play that, uh, can we play that? Play the clip, please. So. Hey, guys. <laughs> There we go. Stop. I should be a regal too. Spoilers. 
Lou is gonna is gonna become the dark one. She's kind of already the dark one though. But no, she's really gonna become the dark one. And Rumpelstiltskin is German. <laughs> He's German. And Emma's gonna become a fairy. And Henry is actually gonna turn into a lizard. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie, for that very uh, sweet message-ish. Uh, I don't think any of those were real spo- spoilers except for uh, Rumple being German, though. So uh, good to know. Good to know. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, what we're going to do to start off with is we're going to go ahead and talk about a little bit about this uh, past week's episode. So, uh, Becca, what did you think of the uh, episode overall? Just gonna sneakily pull my notes out here. None of I you have see mine this. Here too. It's cool. By the way, uh, for listeners of the podcast, this is my official greetings from Storybrook notebook that we do all the notes in. The entire season four is in here. If anyone wants to buy that after the panel, I did not steal it, <laughs> or won't be. I mean, it's Shh. don't tell Bill. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I think I think my best reaction to this week's episode was when I went to go rewatch it on Hulu this morning. I pull it up, and the description on Hulu's text was one sentence. And it just said, Regina confronts her mommy issues. Period. I, I turned to my roommate, and I was like, that's it. That's the whole show. Right there. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, we were talking about this in the Heroes and Villains panel on uh, Friday, but uh, Re- Regina's kind of, she's kind of like the main character. I mean, I know oh, yeah. Emma's the one on the posters, but Regina's the main character. Yeah, Emma's in the little, like, Hulu promo, watch it this Sunday. I'm like, no, okay, you're just... Yeah. you." You got a sword. It looks mm-hmm. cool, but yeah, I mean, it was really uh, how appropriate we're sitting here on Mother's Day talking about an, an entire yeah, episode about mommy of just issues. mommy issues. Just you know, little self over identification in it. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh man, yeah, that was that was me and my mom. Except I, I never turned into a dragon <laughs> yet. Shh, I know. Seriously, if only. <laughs> no, but uh, one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is uh, kind of the role of fate in Once Upon a Time. Now, uh, last week, I, one of the big lines was our action, or you know, our actions are our own, but fate pushes us. And you have the, you know, the wolf in the road and everything like that. So, you know, in the Once Upon a Time universe, there's free will, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so there's free will, uh, but fate pushes us to make bad choices, is what they're saying. Uh, you know, so it sounds kind of, this fate phenomenon sounds kind of similar to the author, author in that it's a force above, like, all the other forces, uh, kind of manipulating the, the story or, you know, their lives and everything. But I, I kind of feel like, uh, fate, since, uh, they revealed the author, they still needed that kind of, like, superior force or whatever. So they, they've introduced fate and, uh, you know, the guy who puts wolves in roads and things like that. Uh, but, I, one thing uh, that the wolf and uh, Lily showed, uh, that whatever uh, fate is, it has an effect outside of Storybrooke. Because we know we haven't mm-hmm. seen, except for the dragon, we haven't seen uh, much uh, magic outside of Storybrooke. But obviously, whoever or whatever fate is has some sort of sway in, in our world, in the real world and everything. So, like, I, I've just uh, been kind of, like, wondering about, like, what do you think? Do you, do you think that this is actually going to be, like, a, a revealed character? Do you think it could be the sorcerer? Like, what do you think, Becca? I mean, of course I would hope it would be the sorcerer. I mean, we've had such buildup with the hat and the apprentice and everything that that I feel like if you're going to go down that road, you have to introduce a sorcerer. Whether it's, it's you know, Jensen, you know, Jensen as we've, we've known him from kind of Fantasia, mm-hmm. or some other character yet to be revealed, you 
you have to. You can't introduce everything and build that up and not have a sorcerer and you have an apprentice and a hat. You can, come on, like come on. Um, and I'm hoping that's either something we get in the finale or has a big play in the five A. You know, part of the season of of what could happen in the finale and things that we've we've led to in here that that we'll have to see play out with heroes and villains. Uh, what's his role going to be? Because there there has to be some kind of creature, being, person, dude, mm. entity that that gets in there with this this fate card because it has been so huge to five B and and yeah. or four B and and what what can you do to change your fate? What can you do to control your destiny? And you know, I'm not going to do a bad, terrible, brave impression here, but you know, I could have. <laughs> No, and it's, it's kind of weird too, cause I, I feel like, uh, like the point is slightly like thematically muddy just because of the episode, I believe it was the Heroes and Villains episode last season where they find the page and they kind of like wrapped up that scene between Robin and Regina. Oh, you are in charge of your life. And then this half season, oh no, there, there's an author, there's a sorcerer, there's this guy, there's that guy. But I, I have a little theory about it and, that's basically like, I, you, I've been thinking a lot about the sorcerer and everything and why he's trapped in that little stone room down there. And I think, you know, there, there's someone, and I mean, Amory mentioned it in the video, there's someone, a shady character on, on once that has been shady from the get-go, and that's Blue Fairy, uh, yeah. Kigalicious. I, and I think, I think that her and, uh, the sorcerer had some sort of like falling out or like they were both vying for control. And I think that, I think Blue Fairy trapped the sorcerer down there and because the sorcerer was trapped down there and he couldn't do anything, he had to hire sort of like, I, I kind of call them like a fingers on his hand uh, to kind of manipulate the world around him to maybe free himself. Like, And they all start with the, like, the author, the dark one, the savior. And so I, I think that, you know, every these big characters with the at the beginning of their name, that uh, it's kind of the sorcerer trying to get out of there so he can finally take Blue down once and for all. Because, I mean, do we want to see that, or do we want to see at least Blue, to find out why Blue is so shady, I think, probably? Oh, yeah, I mean... What's that? Be, she said she hoped she'd be taken down. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Well, I, 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 th- I would kind of like almost to see, like, just kind of like a blue-revealed, like, super magical, like... Ugh! That'd be fun. Like Galadriel status when she's in her crazy dream world? Yeah. I wanna, yeah. I could see that They're showdown. Like, like that could fire. be great. Oh, that, yeah. Do we have so, that kind of budget? I, I don't know. Well, the Chernabog probably, probably took the uh, Firewing budget for sure. Uh, so I, what, what's your uh, point you want to talk about, Becca? Oh, man. Like a point? Maybe come up with points. Yes. Um, Honestly, I spent most of this, this episode uh, just really, really waiting for Lily to finally turn into a dragon because <laughs> I was like, come on, you can't tell me there's going to be a dragon. You can't build up this Descendant of Maleficent and not give me a lot of really good dragon time. Uh, we've got some good dragon time, and I want more dragons. I just want a lot of dragons. I'm the kid watching Game of Thrones who's like, there's not enough dragons. Um, excuse <laughs> me? Dragons, please. Uh, I, I hope I hope we see more of her character. I kind of like the little arc that she's had, and she sort of has come to terms with the fact that, you know, the whole conversation of fate, of, of she just thinks she's this terrible person, everything is, is not going to go her way. You mm. know, even when she tries to do good, she makes a bad decision. And I like that we kind of get to see Maleficent be like, oh, revenge isn't really worth it, even though I'm kind of... I don't know. I wasn't totally into that, but I sort of... The line where she's like, let's go be like badass dragon bitches together... <laughs> That's what I want to see more of. I like mm-hmm. when you can have those resolution of these character moments and, and people coming to the new ground and, and sort of 
wrapping up moments, which I think was mm-hmm. such a big part of this episode, was, you know, Emma kind of finally forgiving her parents and, you know, Lily sort of accepting that she has to try and find a common ground for, with her mom for, for what she did. And, yeah. and what this is, is, is what do we get out of that then? What can we see now that these little storylines that have been so important so far, mm-hmm. the conflict and the strife between, you know, especially mother-daughter units is sort of getting resolved. So do we get to see the, the happy side of that, of what comes out of, of them doing things, which should just be a lot of badass dragon bitches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've actually been thinking that, and it was kind of, kind of felt like a dog whistle or something when mm-hmm. they had Maleficent in, in uh, Regina's office. Oh, yeah. Like, I almost feel like like they're aiming towards maybe next season making uh, Maleficent the mayor of Storybrooke, and maybe something happens to Regina. I mean, and uh, they, be a better mayor. Uh, obviously, then Margaret. Lily would become a much bigger character. No, exactly. And I feel like you can't introduce a character like that and then just get rid of her. I mean, she turns mm. into a dragon. Come on. <laughs> I, I really like the way they set her up, though, where they just kind of introduced her in a one-off kind of flashback mm. last half season. We're like, uh, they, they'll probably come back to it someday. And no, it's a major <laughs> part of the story. Actually, now. that's a very important character. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess uh, we have one other guest we want to bring up, and uh, this is, uh, if you guys uh, listen to our podcast, you, you probably listen to one or two other ones' podcasts, you probably listen to this guy's podcast, Jeff, uh, Jeff Roney, uh, from uh, the Once Upon a Time Family Podcast. Come on up, Yay! Jeff. Jeff, 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 You're on the big couch. It doesn't work. There were... Sit on it now? Hello. Oh, there we go. There we go. Slim Shady, Blue Shady. <laughs> it's all shady. So, uh, Jeff, how have you been enjoying uh, RegalCon this weekend? <clears throat> Very good. Yeah. It, just a blast, right? It's been really cool. It's smaller than Comic-Con mm-hmm. and just as fun. Yeah. I can't bump into people in the hallway at Comic-Con. I can't hear. Mm. Yeah, like I, I, most of my convention experience has to do with a DragonCon in Atlanta, where I'm from. <laughs> I actually, I think that's where I met you back. It is DragonCon, yeah. yeah. We we had a fun time at DragonCon. But it, that's just like a twenty-five thousand people packed into a ten thousand people bag. Like right. it, it's just insane. Right. And so it's it's been nice going around here and everything to just kind of be very relaxed. And mm-hmm. you, you know, there's no crowding in the halls. I, the, the 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 only time I even had any sort of like feeling like crowding was at the uh, the cocktail party the other night, just because it was so yes. hot, because there were so many people there. But it was still such a blast, though. Mm-hmm. And the ball last night. That uh, was great. I, I, I did so much not dancing. It was ridiculous. Well, Gil McKinney danced for you, me, and the other people. <laughs> Give it up. Give the, it up the for Gil. The is still here from earlier. That's, That's cool. right. Just make me feel bad about not being. You better here watch out. It, like I was actually sitting back by you guys uh, during that panel, and like the first time you did it, I was like, ah, like you guys like, totally almost took my ear out. If you do that again, I'm going <laughs> to sing part of your world, and you don't want me to. For sure. No, 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 please. I mean, it's okay. You can. <laughs> okay. I, Part of your world. <laughs> Jeff, what do you yes. think about uh, season four? Last week's episode. I, I enjoyed it. I liked a little moments when Maleficent was really kind of being motherly to Lily as a dragon. Oh, you know, her wing clipped the tree. Oh, it's like her watching... Her baby walked for the first time. Mm-hmm. That moment Fly. when she first sees her yeah. in the road, and she's like, oh, she looks just like me. Yep. Like, oh. yep. I love that. And it's so different than what we experience as humans. Yeah. But in that show, it made perfect sense, just that connection. Mm-hmm. And and I kept wanting that last week's episode to be shown this Sunday. I mean, perfect for Mother's Day. It was really great. Oh, yeah, there, were, there was something else... Uh, I forget what it was. Um, you know, there was something else. It feels like they scheduled a couple of the episodes to 
take place on certain days, mm-hmm. and then they got bumped ahead a week or something yeah, like that. Right. But definitely. Uh, let's see here. What other points do I have here? Um, I really liked uh, the author and Rumpel kind of teaming up there at the end. Yes. I, I thought it was interesting, though, that uh, the author, and I, I talked about this on the Heroes, at the Heroes and Villains panel, too, but uh, it felt like the author was just trying to find somebody to put a story in the book, like somebody to give him a story where he could, and I mean, it all depends on what his motivations are going to be on, uh, be going forward or revealed as tonight. Uh, but I, I think he was just looking for someone to give him a story so he could slip a few little key points that he wanted to kind of address mm-hmm. in there in his own life. Uh, but uh, do you guys have any ideas about what that might be? What, what do you think the author's motivation could be in all this? Well, I mean, it comes back to kind of what we were saying with the potential of, of you know, fate and the sorcerer and sort of where does he play into this? And, mm-hmm. you know, could we get something more with that? I mean, when you... you when we met him as just sort of the peddler, and oh, who's this peddler? And of course, he was going to have more to do than just this peddler. But pedal, <laughs> pedal. Just <laughs> what are you doing? I'm peddling. Do 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 do. But it is. It's such a specific skill set to be that guy, the mm-hmm. guy who can make all of this this real and come to life and have that that power of influence. That like in my head, I've always sort of had that thought of like maybe maybe it's you maybe you're actually some like the sorcerer escaped somehow and has mm-hmm. you know taken up this guise as the author and and I'd like to potentially see that it could be interesting and yeah, like a double triple quadruple and, twist kind of all thing. The, yeah. all the twists like 50 blinds you know <laughs> the scientists doing the study are actually ones being studied by the people in the study by the aliens I mean, exactly if exactly. it was x-files that's what would happen <laughs> um, <laughs> But it, I don't know. I mean, I've had this horrible thought, too, of like, oh, they're just going to kill him. They're going to kill him, and we're going to be trapped in like, you know, Heroes and Villains universe mm-hmm. uh, after this week's finale. But I would like to see him become – hes he can be pretty shady, too. Maybe, like, him and him and Blue have something on went on that maybe mm-hmm. he's trying to, like, again, like a double-blind back on the sorcerer who wants things to go one way. And actually, yeah. he's just working for Blue Shady. Maybe the author is actually Blue. I like Whoa. that. Blind moan. Blind moan. Mind blown, rather. Okay, so uh, actually that's a really interesting idea you bring up. Though, like, what Do you guys think that we're going to get kind of a, a new continuity or something out of this? Or do you think it's going to all reset back? Because, uh, I mean, there's still a lot of, uh, you know, character threads out there that they need to change. Like seal off, like well, they did a uh, snow and snow and charming and Emma last week and everything, but you know there, there's a lot of uh, character moments there that they kind of have to pay off that they've been setting up all season. So if, it feels like a, it won't be like a hard reboot or something. But what what do you guys think about tom- tonight's episode? Yeah, about tonight. Do you think do you think towards the end of it we're going to get like a reset back to the reality I do, we know? I, I I do. I think we're going to see a moment like Welcome to Storybrooke where Regina realized what she really wanted wasn't what she thought. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end, when the heroes all, or when the villains all get their happy ending, they'll realize it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, we want to go back. <laughs> like, lost, we want to go back, you know. <laughs> and that's what I think. I, I, it's like a uh, Fantasy Island episode. Yeah, It actually so. just is lost, and we just go to the island. <laughs> there I you mean. go. Jorge <laughs> Garcia will be waiting there. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, we got food. <laughs> So. <laughs> We're good. Like, I, I don't know. If, if they come up with a new author or something, I would almost like to see a season where they do, like, uh, like different versions of the timeline, like mm-hmm. the whole season. Because uh, over the hiatus uh, back in January, we did a, a bunch of uh, specials called Once If, where we uh, asked questions about, like, I, I don't know, what if Rumble didn't become the dark one? Or, uh, and it came up in this week's episode, what if Selena wasn't in the story at all? Yeah. And uh, so, so I think that could be kind of a fun thing. Kind of make it take the 
characters and the content or the concepts we know, but then make it kind of like an anthology series for a season or a half season. I think we need a five-year-old author, <laughs> some little girl or boy writing. Snow goes outside, has fun, <laughs> then goes back inside. Done. Mm-hmm. I mean, right you know, or it could be Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, we got dragons. Everyone is mm-hmm. brutally murdered. <laughs> See? Oh. Snow was naked. There were dragons in the sky. Wow. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, that's they took a had turn. to move to ten, but yeah. you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you guys want to see in tonight's episode? What what do you think is going to happen in tonight's episode? Realistically, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get into the crazy predictions in a minute, but uh, realistically, what do you think is going to happen? So much more fun. My crazy predictions are a lot more fun than my realistic ones. <laughs> I will say that. Um, realistically, I, I it's just been my thought, and and with this whole heroes and villains thing of how do we up the stakes, and and you know Horowitz has said like season five expects a change of state or like a change of is not going to be oh we did Frozen that time we went to Wonderland that time it's mm-hmm. something is going to change fundamentally about the show via a character death stuff that happens in this episode, and the only thing that could hit me that was be like a huge change of state is if we get stuck in heroes and villains. Or mm-hmm. in some variation, like you said, that possible free mythology is what if the author dies and we don't know who the new author is and we have to go, it's some quest to find him or it is like a jumping thing. And because mm-hmm. that's a, that's a fundamental change of the show. If you go totally topsy turvy, even for just half a season, there's really, that's, that's the biggest you can go. How do you come back from that? And how do you do anything different than saying actually everyone that you've fundamentally gotten to know, everything that you understand about the show is inverted for 12 episodes and then mm-hmm. we work it out. But. Let's do that. I, I mean, I want to see him die. I want to see him die. Big blaze of glory moment. And then it's just mm-hmm. like, well, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> oh. Okay, how about you, Jeff? I think it's going to be really the look on Regina's face, Rumpelstiltskin's face, as a hero, when they kind of have that double, when they realize, and it really, they have this epiphany, I am a hero for the first time in my life. I'm getting everything I wanted. That's going to be fun. Oh yeah. Cause you know it's gonna, they're gonna look at the camera and go, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be the best fun. Mm. And I think that's what's really great cause we're so used to these characters being evil, not good, doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And so. I should also say, I'm also kind of looking forward to the potential of Hook as sort of like a lame guy do-good pirate. Like, <laughs> is he going to be back in his, like, before he was a pirate self? Or is he I, just going to sort of be like, I can't really steal your stuff. I almost feel like I got he, a boat. I almost yeah. feel like he's going to be a cripple married to Mila. <laughs> Like, I think that would be very fit. That seems like Rumpel's yeah, sense just of Just no, just no hand, no hook, just this, like, stump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of just, like, plowing through the dirt with mm-hmm. just a stump. Yeah. It, but, I mean, it's going to be good. And I, I really like that they're doing such a, a fanfic concept, because I'm a guy who's been reading fanfic. Like, I used to read Lois and Clark fanfic back in the 90s. Uh, I wrote Lois and Clark The 90s were nice. Fanfic. You shouldn't go there, though. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's just nice to see such a fanfic concept it, it being done as canon too which is kind of and it kind of a it makes sense with the whole like meta narrative of the author and stuff too for sure Uh, as far as me for a realistic prediction i think that uh i think emma is going to break up with hook and uh, start dating uh mr gold that's my no uh, wait that's my crazy prediction oh oh Uh, so i guess uh, you skipped ahead did you? yeah i did i did all right uh liz are you out there uh excellent uh if you we're gonna go give out some prizes here if uh, you want to bring up the box real quick prizes uh, so i can show them incredible Yeah, uh, this is Liz, us. one of our listeners. Really Everyone, hey, give it up for Liz. Come on, dance squad, give it up for. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. thank you. 
Uh, Jeff, I'll let you describe these since you donated them. Oh, these are special cookies. They are Once Upon a Time cookies. One is a hot cocoa and cinnamon cookie, Mm -hmm. which is baked at a gourmet place close by. The other is an apple pie cookie. It's not cursed, nor will it put you to sleep. <laughs> but after the after the premiere, you probably or the the, the finale tonight, you may go to sleep. Anyway, the third one is the Beck's inspired green tea chocolate chip cookie. There's also some very nice chocolates in there. So if you're having a bad day, you might want to pull this out, or you might want to eat it tonight from eight to ten. So yeah, and the way we're gonna do, we have a ton of prizes. So we're the way we're gonna do it. Oh yes, oh, well, we'll, we'll we'll get there. Just one second, one second, okay. I was going to show you guys the prizes first. Uh, then we have a Captain Swan hoodie. Oh. Uh, very nice. Yeah, Dance Squad. And we have uh, the new uh, Marvel Comics Once Upon a Time graphic novel. Yes. It looks so good. Signed by Bill. I, I can. I can. See? But See? you might want to not have me oh, sign it because it right. will, will be worth less. Completely random, a CD of jazz covers of video game music. Hey, and hey. Uh, then three copies of my book because I'm a total promotion whore. So there you, there we go. Okay, He's a so, writer too. Beside that, yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, but what we're going to do here is, uh, in order to be eligible, uh, you need to raise your hand, and we're going to do crazy predictions. These are just like completely outlandish, the funnier the better, things you think might happen uh, in once going forward. And what we'll do is we'll, uh, what you call it, we'll, we'll call you up here and uh, then we'll all uh, decide whether you stay or go. And if someone goes in the stay column, they stay. If someone goes in the go column, they get to pick one of the lesser prizes. This is the grand prize right here, the Captain oh. Swan hoodie. And uh, then they get to go back to their seat or whatever. So, okay, anyone have any crazy predictions? You. Yeah, you can come up here. Uh, here, I'll put the mic up here. Okay, so there's a new curse that gets created, and everybody has to work at a hotel with all these crazy people, and then all of a sudden, you see this bedroom, and Adam wakes up, and he goes, wake up, wake Ed- Ed- Edward, Eddie, wake up. So I just had this crazy dream where I was writing this really good show, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I had this stupid idea of making him all crazy and all that stuff, and then before you know it, it pans out. And you see a uh, snow grove of Storybrooke <laughs> and the hotel and everything. And then you see Henry, and he's autistic. And Don't Stop Believing from um, from Journey starts playing. And he's about to say something. And then it just cuts to black before he says it. Very nice. So St. Elsewhere reference, actually. Yeah, putting once in the St. Elsewhere verse. I, okay, well, I guess we have to vote as a formality, but he's the only one up here so far, so... Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, we're yeah. keeping him? I All right, go him. over here for a minute. Okay, uh, Please come up. Snow Globe and Journey's you always good. You asked the question. We'll get to you guys back there in a second. All right, so uh, what's your prediction here? Mine's kind of dumb, but I predict that I'm going to be a new member and that Grump is going to fall with me, Lee, because he was flirting with me outside. Okay. You know what? I think I'll keep her. I, I think a Captain her. Swan hoodie would be a great. <laughs> I think a Captain Swan hoodie would be like a great way to attract him in and everything. So what? What do you guys think? Do we keep her and lose him, or do we keep him and lose her? Uh, oh, just a show of show of hands. I we're like, like, kind of like a rotating door. Oh, I, I, I I just like the Saint Elsewhere thing, so I'm going to keep my hand down. Uh, what do you guys think? I like the snow globe. I I have to admit, I'm 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 all for a happy grumpy, but <laughs> I. The St. Elsewhere thing is just... Well, here, you get to I'm pick a prize. So what, See, what pick a prize. Come on up. What do you want here? Uh, do you want the cookies? Do you want the, the graphic novel? Uh, the CD? That's a, well, the, the hoodie actually is the grand prize. So Keep this safe for now. 
Oh, man, that's a nice one. Cookies are good. Cookies. Okay, there you okay, go. Okay, we got Excellent. cookies going on. Enjoy, okay. enjoy. Okay. Uh, Nobody wins. I'll just take um, the hoodie myself. Green overalls, I think, over there. Yeah, if you want to come up. Here we go. I'll come over here. That's the fun corner of the room over there. <laughs> Selena's going to have her baby, and then Rumpelstiltskin is going to think that um, it's so cute and ditch Belle and be with Selena. I like that one. Yes. I'll keep her. Okay, so uh, I guess, uh, guys, show of hands, uh, is, is she the new winner, or do we keep him and yeah. lose her? I Kira. like her. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, yeah probably. That's so, a good one. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're in the lead right now. Okay. Thank you very much. Go ahead and pick. Uh, what prize do you want? The graphic novel? Okay. What's <laughs> yes, your name again? Indeed. Curtis. Curtis. I saw you at the ball yeah. last. Very much. <laughs> no, no. Well, you didn't win the grand prize, yeah, so obviously it wasn't break or plan. Okay, we're so all winners. If you want to go ahead and come up Winters here. Winters are winners. Don't forget that. <laughs> okay, uh, next person, uh, parental advisory t-shirt right back there. Yeah. Oh. Dance squad. Let's go dance squad. Dun, dun. Um, so I was thinking that in the final season of the show, they're going to bring Jafar on as the final villain. And he's going to try and change the laws of magic like he did in Once in Wonderland. And he's going to bring all of the villains that have been on the past in the show. And that's just going to be like the final arc of the show. And they're going to have to try and solve everything going on. I, I like that. I, I, we were actually talking in the Heroes and Villains panel the other day about the potential of maybe like they do like a two or three episode story arc where they all go to Wonderland would be really cool too. But I, I'm going to keep my hand down just because I didn't like Jafar very much in Wonderland. But what do you guys think? My hand's down right now. Down. I want a villain battle dome. I just want like all out, like, I mean, almost Marvel MCU status. 20 villains versus our heroes <laughs> Crisis in the on woods Infinite and story upon a time. Yeah, Crisis of Infinite Enchanted Forests. But I, so, so are we going to keep her? I'm going to keep. Let's keep her. Let's keep her. I, I like all the villains, the person who invented spam, everything. That's great. Let's bring <laughs> them all. Everybody. Okay. So, uh, what prize do you want here? Do you want cookies, book, Got CD? Cookies. cookies. Yeah. The cookies are the go. Oh, They're man. good. I want to definitely. Yeah. Thank you, you want to go playing. ahead and come Excellent up here. Work. You're the new one. You can come up on that side, I guess. So, okay. Let's see here. I'm just making sure there's no one else on this side of the room. Okay, uh, you back there. Uh, right there. Yeah. There we go. Dance Squad is walking away with all the prizes. Here she comes. Including Dance Squad and Prince Eric. Part of your world. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I have a theory that Goldilocks is Rumpelstiltskin's mom. Um, him, Her and Peter Pan fell in love, and then she left him um, because she was, like, scared. And so um, then she's going to come back to Storybrooke one day and, like, find him, find Rumpelstiltskin. I like that a lot. And that's some, something we've never really got the story of where what happened to Rumpelstiltskin's mom either. Like, I, actually, I, I really like that one. And I, I like Rumpel, so I like exploring his backstory. So I'm, I'm going to put my hand up for that one. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. You get to pick any pick a prize, any prize. Uh, the Woo-hoo. CD of Video Game Jazz. Winner. Excellent. And I'm sorry for the people who are going to get stuck with my book. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's see. Crazy, you back there. Right there, like four four or five seats in from the end. Yeah, yeah, right there. Do, 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 I think it'd be fun to start showing the finale right now and have this horde of people just running in. <laughs> Trample everybody. Great. Okay, here you go. So I had an idea like Rumpelstiltskin pop, takes Zelina's baby and pops it into Belle 
So, like, Belle um, believes that it's Rumpelstiltskin since they were, like, previously married. So, like, he, she's forced to go back with Rumpel and kind of helps him since its heart is, like, going dark. I, I like that. that. That's something that they, uh, it, there have been some preview clips that have kind of been telling the, the rules of the book or anything, but they haven't addressed whether, you know, what's going to happen with that baby, right? Because I, it, it feels like uh, it, all the characters are getting recast, uh, but they're still going to be, you know, if they have a scar, they have a scar sort of thing. Uh, but what, what do you guys think? Keep or leave? I, I'm going to unfortunately leave. My vote's still for Battle Dome, so. I'm not, sorry, Battle Dome, but no. Uh, Goldilocks. Okay. And Jeff? I, I vote nay. Vote nay. Okay, sorry about that. But uh, let's see here. We, I think we just have the books left. Uh, sorry about that. Here we go. The Trials of King Sparrow, a fairy tale. Uh, Bit.ly slash King Sparrow, plug, plug, plug. Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, anybody else? Pink. I think pink. It's hard to see with the lights. <laughs> the game is narrowing for this uh, hoodie. I think that Rumpel is going to have, for his happy ending, he's going to have to choose between Belle and having Neil come back, and I think Neil's going to come back. I love that. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 where are you going? Hey, yeah, because hey. yeah, my, my hand's up in the air. Yeah, my yeah. hand's way up like in the it. air. I like it. Yeah, I miss Neil. <sighs> Good choice. So close, so close. Thank you very much, though. And, yeah, if you want to go ahead and come up here, and uh, we have uh, one prize left, and then whoever's left up here gets the hoodie. So uh, anyone want to try uh, sunglasses back there? There you go, second row back there. It's down to two. Dun, dun, That's Miss Sunglasses. Dun, dun. What's that? That's Miss Sunglasses. Yes. Miss Sunglasses at Night, I think is her full name. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, here you go. I feel that with uh, Zelina's new baby, I feel like she's sketchy with it. Like, I feel that the baby's not Robin's. It might be Rumpel's. That would be even a wickeder twist than the wicked twist that we got a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what, I, I'm going to keep my hand down just because I don't want that to happen. <laughs> but uh, what do you guys think? Pulling one over on Robin again? I mean, I kind of like when he suffers a little bit. Like, <laughs> Robin Hood is a character who lives in anguish. No, I love it. Sure. I know it's great. <sighs> what do you think? Do I want to just continue to ruin his life? What's that? Do I just want to continue to think about ruining his life? <laughs> I don't know, but Neil, man, I miss Neil. Neil, Neil would be good to have back, and my co-host Anne Marie would want Neil back. Oh, Anne Marie would be Neil. psyched if Neil was back. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Neil back would break the internet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for sure, and literally. Twitter. Not Kim Kardashian. We wouldn't be able to talk about it on the internet because it would break the internet. So, uh, I say nay. Mm. I know. <sighs> I want to see Neil. So back. sad, so bad. But thank, here's a book. Thank you very much, and you win the hoodie. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Enjoy it. Enjoy it in good stead. And you should probably sue them, too, because they stole oh, your idea. But wait, no. but I want to see this, though. I need I need to hear the other half of your theory. What's going to happen to Belle if Rumpel doesn't get his happy ending with her and he has to choose? What's going to happen to Belle? you got to have thought of it. We should probably Wonderland. get killed in, like, the... Oh, that's true. True. Yeah, but weren't the... Uh, wasn't that during the Ogre Wars, too? Maybe she might uh, get off during the Ogre Wars, too, potentially. Well, yeah. I mean, she got the whole thing with Will going on now, too, but mm -hmm. I kind of want to see, like, if if there was the choice, what would then, would that yeah. play out for her? Does she... Uh... Will, don't get me started on Will Scarlet. So, <laughs> such a waste of a character this season, and such a great character Bill, on Wonderland. Bill, True. how do you feel True. about Will? Yeah, exactly. What happened really to Anastasia? Feel. Tell me how you really feel about Will Scarlet. I, I think he's cute. I think he's dreamy. 
honestly. Uh, no, actually, uh, something that we brought up in Heroes and Villains, I should probably throw out here just in case it turns out to be right. I think that Will is related to the author somehow and that oh, he was so. breaking into the library because he knows there's a connection between physical books and other realms. Yeah, and I, so I think he's going to become a bigger character next season for sure. I hope they give him some more to work for next mm. season. He kind of just was a sad drunk man this whole time. <laughs> well, then you have a thief and then this page appears. Mm-hmm. We start, I started to kind of put things together, but if he's related to the author, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I guess we'll wrap up here talking just a little bit about, uh, fan casting in general and doing a podcast about a particular fandom and everything as me and Jeff do and as Becca, I mean, she's been on the show just- a bunch of times. I'm just there here. Go, She's a good talker <laughs> as well. Uh, but uh, Jeff, what's your general approach in uh, you know analyzing the show on the podcast and everything? Things that really jump out to me. What's nice is there are a lot of great Once Upon a Time podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to kill myself and scrutinize every single thing because there's a lot of... It's like ice cream, chocolate, <laughs> tutti frutti, you know, whatever you Cheer want. Whatever you taste. And we take the things that really resonate with us and... We discuss things that I think affect us in real life. Talk about love, about revenge, how dangerous it is going down the wrong path. These warnings in life, and so that's kind of how we take it. That's mm-hmm. so. Enjoy. Yeah, it is, as far as us, uh, our fans have described us as a uh, absurdist slapstick, and uh, it, it feels like an after party. Uh, more or less, but uh, we we try and keep it light. We have a good time. We're very jokey, if you couldn't tell. Uh, but uh, we, we basically like uh, just because we we want to you know walk very carefully on the line of like because we uh, we we understand that you know everyone has very passionate feelings about this, and we want to come off in our criticism of the show and our our analysis of the show as fair as possible. So we f- follow three basic rules and uh, or answer three basic questions, and that was uh, what was done. How well was it done, and was it worth doing? Uh, and I, I, I forget. I looked up the proper pronunciation of his name, Goth, I think, or Gautier or something. But a big theater think tank kind of guy. Uh, but what was done? Uh, you have to identify the genre. This is genre. This is uh, things like that. Like you know, for example, Once Upon a Time. It's a prime time TV show on ABC, uh, uh, geared towards a family audience. So you have to keep that in context. How well was it done? Did it accomplish that goal? Was it a good uh, primetime television show for family audiences on ABC? And was it worth doing? And that's where you get into more of the uh, like personal opinion, like did that suck? Was that good? Et cetera, et cetera. But you know, kind of trying to keep that, those questions in mind and break it down that way has always been very useful to us to make sure we come across as fair as possible. But sometimes we bitch just a bitch too. You know, what happens. Uh, but it, what a, what have been been some of your favorite uh because i mean the once fan base is super passionate and everything what have been some of your favorite uh like uh, listener interactions i i say fan but they're fans of once so they're also fans of the podcast it's complicated and weird and murky but not too murky favorite interactions i i think when we get an email from a pilot or a guy in a subway mm-hmm. that says they listen and when they're doing their job or traveling it's it just it amazes me because i keep thinking I'm uploading it and it's two guys in Russia listening. And I just, I, it amazes me when people say, no, I listened to you and you were talking about your dog and talking about this. It's, it, it's amazing to me. So it's all those different places where people listen. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's the most fun, incredible thing to me because I, I still, it is, it's, it's mind boggling. 
Yeah, uh, we actually we have a listener uh, named Dave from Michigan. Uh, that's his full legal name, uh, but he always he always calls in uh, Monday morning on his way to work after watching the show. So you always hear like the wind and the traffic and everything. It's a lot of fun. Like uh, I, I I don't know. I just really like because I mean the the longer uh, people write in and stuff, and the more you build these relationships, the more they stop feeling like listeners or people just sending in feedback to get their voice heard, and they start feeling more like friends, which is really cool. And like a we have we have like a kind of tight knit community of probably like twenty or twenty five of our listeners that are just like there every time for us, and, and it's so, it's so nice to know that you know you know no matter how bad uh, work sucks on Monday or whatever, at the end of the day I get to go sit down in my office and hang out with my friends for an hour to talk about you know one of our favorite shows. I I don't want to get too geeky, but I just want to say this is I've noticed that the listeners ebb and flow mm-hmm. when they enjoy the show, they're all in. Oh, listening, yeah. downloading, tweeting. When Neil dies, the whole thing just goes down. Just mm-hmm. mass it sad. Blows away. On the floor. And things change. And then it comes back with a new kind of a group. So that's what I've noticed is mm-hmm. it, it's not as a tight knit unit. Season one was kind of phenomenal for us. We had that. But then as things kind of progressed into season two and three and mm-hmm. it, it's a constant kind of a ebb and a flow. And, and, and people come, new people, people leave, and yeah. You know, I, so I, I always hate when I hop in the Gmail and like search for something, and I see a name I haven't heard from in a while. I'm like, oh man, they must have just drifted off the show or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed them. Yeah. I we, we also uh, some of our listeners even help us as far as like producing the podcast too. Like that one Sith, uh, those one Sith specials. Those were an idea of a. One of our listeners who's super active with us and everything, Hope Molinax. By the way, thank you very much, Hope, because she uh, helped arrange us to come here to RegalCon. Uh, but, uh, Hope, y- Hope rocks. Oh, for sure. For she- sure. And we share a lot of listeners too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. uh, I, I'm thinking of ones I, I've heard on your show that write into ours. Like, I think Chris Tipton, mm-hmm. Alina Harris. Yep. Uh, yeah, all that. But it, it's great too because, because then like, uh, Actually, sometimes, like in our chat room, when we record, uh, people will bring up like points you brought on your show, and Jeff said this, and then we get to kind of respond wow. to you. So it's like a mild kind of back and forth with us, without maybe you guys realizing it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't listen to any other once podcast until at least after we've done the episode, and then I still kind of try and st- stray away just because I don't want to repeat content True. intentionally. True. You know, so. Okay, let's see here. What time we got here? It is a 4.43. Okay, we have a couple minutes. Does anyone have any questions? Any questions? Or I'm going to sing part of your world. Uh, oh, boy. No questions. Look at this stuff. Isn't it No, neat? no, no. <laughs> Wouldn't you think collection's complete? Unexpected Wouldn't you think moments. I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? Uh-oh. Oh, no. No. No, no, we can't. Into the woods. No, but I guess that's about it then. Uh, if you want to check out the podcast, uh, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Bill Meeks. And it, uh, I almost called you Anne-Marie. Becca, if you only. have much shorter hair than she does. Uh, where can people find you online? Yeah, people can find me uh, on Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr and YouTube at my name, Becca Canote. Um, I think it was like in my little lower third thing. It's on the program. It's in mm-hmm. places. It's yeah, my it's name. around. I'm just around. Go on Bill's Twitter. I'm there sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give her the login credentials. It's weird. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you online? At, uh, let's, let's go to Twitter at OUAT podcast. That's where 
we're the most active, I think. Excellent. And uh, if you're a regular listener to Greetings from Storybrooke, we'll be doing our episode on the finale Tuesday this week. So I'm going to be flying back uh, from RegalCon tonight right after the finale. I'm actually going to miss the last five minutes, which I'm sure what? something crazy is going to happen. But uh, thank you guys so much, everyone who came out here at RegalCon today and everything. And uh, you guys want to do it with it. Until next time, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we're back. There we go. Okay, that's better. How many times can we hear that tonight? <laughs> the uh, theme song, yeah. yeah. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes, uh, definitely. I, I know there were some audio issues when they did the initial live stream, so hopefully uh, my slightly better. doctored up audio helped you out with that a little bit. It, de- I, it definitely mm-hmm. helped me because I found things in that that I hadn't seen the first time I watched. I was like, like oh, into I don't the woods. That. Into the woods. Yeah, yeah we, we had to get some singing in there, right? Always. I mean, that, the, greetings. Uh, our brand is singing. Bad singing. <laughs> bad, bad, bad singing. Anyway. Okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, tell you a little bit about the old convention. I, I, I'm trying to think of how to do this. Maybe I'll, I'll just kind of, uh, oh, uh, Hope says in the chat room, I don't remember how I got you to RegalCon, but I'm glad you went. You talked to people at EnchantaCon, told Who them they should invite us. podcasters, yes. and then they reached out to us. So yes, that. that's how uh, Hope uh, was partially responsible for us going to RegalCon. It, also, we paid a lot of money to fly there and stuff but it's fine i uh, know but uh, i i guess yeah i'll go ahead and just go day by day uh basically you know friday was day day. all day flying across the country and everything uh working on my writing stuff and you know then eventually landing at lax i was hoping to be there by in enough time to catch a jeff and colleen from once upon a time fan podcast yes. uh panel unfortunately i missed it because my my shuttle driver decided <laughs> to drive all over the um, anaheim own. area yeah. like i and i ended up being like the last drop off but i get there and I, I i you know i get my bags out and i'm walking up to the front door and who comes running out to see me but liz That's uh awesome. yeah our, our listener uh, liz who was on our uh round table oh hey, there she is it, oh she it's like she shot. knew. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. But uh, so so Liz is right there and she just comes up, it runs up to me and everything. She'd been kind of uh, texting back and forth with me on the trip and everything. So we got got a quick picture uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got a quick picture and then um, we went ahead and uh, I, I met up with my friend Adam for a couple minutes because we uh, he was out there. So met up with him, got my badge and everything, got in there for the kickoff panel. Woo! And uh, the 45 Spacer concert, which really good, really good band and everything. I'm old and I couldn't hang for the entire concert. <laughs> You'd also made a cross cr- cross country, country trip. trip. Yeah. Yes. Speaking. De- definitely. So I, I went back to the room, chilled out for a little bit and everything. And then uh, we went to. Uh... Oh, okay. what are you doing? The okay. shadow was confusing me. Oh, OK. I was like, what is this <laughs> thing right here? I was like, there's nothing in front of the camera. But, Sorry. So, you know, I, I got dressed and everything went up to the uh, the first uh meet and greet i think it, they called it the cocktail party i uh, in the cocktail party uh is where uh in it, it was there were a lot of like add-on tickets and everything you get to a general admission uh the cocktail party was one of them and it was basically you got to walk around and schmooze with all the cast members and everything mm-hmm. and well there was a little bit of a, a an issue uh, <laughs> uh with uh someone who shall remain nameless but <laughs> we got it all Sorry, sorted like, out Voldemort. yeah exactly uh she must not be named <laughs> 
but uh so so you know we we got all that resolved and it was really cool i hung out with jeff and colleen a lot got to go around talk with lee Ehrenberg, grumpy uh i, I talked to whale a little bit that night michael coleman uh happy really cool dude he uh, actually he runs like a a casting agency oh, in yeah, canada we need to have him on yeah we definitely have a few people that we definitely. need to reach out to oh and he was so great too like because uh he had his, he had his daughter and his wife with mm-hmm. him and everything to bring them to disney for the first time and everything but you know she was like uh cosplaying as like elsa and everything else well of course because she's like seven right yeah they, they, yeah, yeah. So maybe she... a little younger uh but you know they're nice. dancing at the ball and everything it, really fun times and you know i got to talk to some who, who else did i talk to there Ooh, i talked to beverly mm-hmm. uh granny and and she was a lot of fun too and a lot of these people knew of our podcast too which i thought awesome. was really really neat like uh well, famous <laughs> super famous super famous nobody they all uh, as soon as i said greetings from storybroker they saw the t-shirt or whatever they knew uh, what i was talking about so confirmed they do know us they, they are aware of us we um, weren't crazy when we saw the downloads <laughs> what is going on in the chat here wizard lizard <laughs> uh because liz popped in as soon as we mentioned her oh, okay so, so we uh, called her voldemort and now you're a wizard liz and it's just it's exploded no but that was that was fun uh it, it was a little bit um oh uh sean uh robin amy p asked in the chat room sean robin uh robin w- was not there he at the cocktail the party day. uh yeah but I, so you know i i, I was kind of tired and everything so i went went straight to bed didn't hang out partying or anything like that and old. uh yes very old, old very old so the next day uh well we had a press conference first thing and then there was a, a lot of running around i'm trying to remember i like that you have to refer to the blog post to help you oh out. yeah uh, if you if you want to i did full big detail blog post over at the website greetings from storybrook.com where I, we go through a lot of this well uh first of all we had this guy named the apprentice that patty actually sent in to us <laughs> that i took around uh, all three uh all three days and i uh, got pictures with people here here's one with liz and Jeff and Colleen. Yeah, let's see. Here's a uh, that's you, Liz, and then Jeff, Jeff, Colleen from Once Upon a Time a fan podcast. Eric Hansen, Eric Hansen, uh, Dark Fury underscore MN on Twitter. If you know him, it, it was really great too because uh, he he came over um, when I was uh, kind of scouting the room a little bit mm-hmm. uh, for the panel and just talked to me and started talking me up about DC Comics and stuff. And he wants to come on Legends of Gotham and stuff. Oh, that's right. We need to arrange that, Eric. If you're listening, uh, Eric, sometime. please email us. We'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, but and no, and then he actually uh, he came over before Lana's panel started uh-huh. on Saturday and uh, was talking to me. And then the panel was starting. I was like, you know, just stay there. You're fine because I was up in the press seating, uh, the yeah, photo yeah, seating. Yeah. I was like, oh, just stay there. Uh-huh. It'll be fine. So he, he got a nice upfront seat too for the panel. And uh, here's a uh, Joshua Reed Davis uh, Davis Davies Davis. Uh, sorry, uh, Josh. Uh, but no, <laughs> sorry. No. Uh, he he was kind of the M- MC for the event, and, and mm-hmm. I, I, I I've worked with him to get some photos and stuff from the event for him too. So he's a really nice guy. Super nice guy and everything. Was he sure. a little weirded out when you were like, hey, can you hold this thing and take a picture? Not at all. He was super friendly about it. Because I mean, he... Because I... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and Hope says uh, she, that she loves Eric, uh, uh, you know, from the Twitters and everything. Oh, and uh, Liz says she can help me remember stuff. Definitely, Liz. Thank if, you, Liz. If I get anything wrong... <laughs> You know, definitely correct correct me for sure. Okay, but let's see. Back to what was it? We were on day two here. So, you know, and then there were some uh, press press events and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I I have recorded. I have video and audio for that we'll be releasing a little later this summer. You can Mm -hmm. probably catch them on After Buzz TV or something if you want to. (laughs) If Uh, you just can't wait. But uh, then um, let's see here. Uh, Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that just 
we we I got to hang out a ton with Jeff and Colleen from Once Upon a Time fan podcast, and they were just bang up uh, people. Like absolutely love them. Like actually, here if you're you're looking at this photo here, uh, this is where we ended up meeting up a lot. We, this was kind of like the little cafe down <laughs> downstairs, and this is where I would go eat and write up my blog post and everything. Hang out with like, Liz. And hang out with Liz. Especially. I think you texted this to me, and I texted mean mean things back because I was yeah, jealous. Yeah, yes. but uh, you know, got to hang out with them a ton, and uh, it, 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 it was just a great time overall. And the thing the thing was is we didn't get to hang out nearly as much as i would have liked to but we were all so busy running around they did a lot of stuff from uh the extra stuff yeah the extra stuff like the dinner with the cast members mm-hmm. and all that kind Pictures. of stuff yeah so they were running around doing that and i was running around doing my own thing especially sunday uh but we we, we got to hang out quite a bit me and jeff were on two panels together because he yeah. was on our panel and then we were also also did the heroes and villains which i forgot to mention that the heroes and villains yeah, pa- panel was funny because it, it was just it was the first panel on uh saturday morning mm-hmm. and uh actually right after this picture was taken with me jeff uh colleen and liz liz was like you want to go to the first panel and then jeff and colleen were like yeah well let's all go walk up together so we all walk up together they let us into the panel room mm-hmm. and uh they, then the host of the panel is just like hey anybody want to help us from the panel or whatever so me and jeff were just like bloop <laughs> we and, got this yeah and i basically used it as a, a tryout or a, a run through for the content i was gonna go over <laughs> uh it, in our panel no but there, we touched on other topics too and it, that was a lot of fun i oh uh it was liz says she's wearing her pretty dress that day the, you had your emma jacket the other two days though uh, which was pretty cool too probably should have pulled that picture up probably should have where is there it is, oh, yeah, there here, it is. I, I don't think i can zoom in on it but zoom on that where is it here we go yeah there's me and liz oh, right there that, that's when she ran up to me right when we first got there okay so he's making ridiculous faces <laughs> yes exactly i was i was loopy oh yeah but by the way i uh, they're gonna release it at some point the panel my favorite panel out of all the cast q a panels was the one with a uh, doc uh or, or sorry uh dr whale uh, there sorry, you go. august and grumpy it was just they, they're all like really like three super chill kind of zen dudes and it was just like a super fun panel the one with lana was really good too of course and uh, you know there was a lot of stuff i i saw in there i liked it if you want to check out the blog post uh, you can get into details and they should be releasing the video for those eventually i would hope so hopefully you will get to see those uh i i, I, I did like that uh regina lana said that she kind of approaches every period in the evil queen's life as this completely separate character mm. does you know separate research for each version of the queen and everything which is a lot of fun okay so we get to uh dance party dance yes party. yes the ball which i did a ton of non-dancing at. weren't you uh, like telling a dude how to dance I, or how to I, not yeah yeah actually bar? um the, the guy who did the uh who who, who did the saint elsa for a story ah. in the panel i was giving him advice on how because oh, he was one of the only guys dancing so all the girls wanted to dance with him and he was just like walking away and i was like no, no, no this no. this group over here just go over and dance because i i mean i i couldn't really dance with him because i can't dance of course although th- there was this one girl who uh who came up to me and and was like trying to get me to dance and i was like no no i the only uh dance move i know is this and like like i did like the bus door opening and and she was like oh i love that one that dance and so she started doing it too like trying to encourage me get me encouraged to dance and i was like yeah 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 and, and you know it's even greater like try, i was kind of trying to get her to be like okay he's gonna say yes i'll dance with you or whatever mm-hmm. and then i was like then you can do the other side <laughs> so I just switch over and she just wandered away um let's see what's going on in the chat room here oh uh, hope's uh, yelling at you hope says that uh mr Ehrenberger is incredibly funny and speaks like a chill surfer dude at all times yes like, like you're, yeah. you're right hope he, he but he also had a, he he had some really cool like 
philosophical zen. stuff. Lots yeah, lots of zen. Lots of zen. So, so yeah, the, the ball was great. I got Actually, I got to do most of my interacting mm-hmm. with the cast During members that. at the ball. I, there was one moment with Sean McGuire out on the little uh, deck. There was a little deck outside of the ballroom where uh, he, he was out there hanging out and everything. I just like, you know, I was like, hey, Sean, what's up? You know, Bill, greeting from Storybrooke. Ah. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. I uh, you know, and I was just talking to him about how like uh, how Robin Hood is a character who like lives in anguish and how I love that about him and everything. I, you know, he makes a certain face sometimes too mm-hmm. when he's doing that. But uh, so we were standing there talking, or he was standing there talking. I was sitting at a table and this little girl comes up. She probably like six years old Aww. and she just pulls out this little homemade bracelet and she's like, I made this for you, Robin. And he like kneels down and he's like, well, can you put it on me, my lady? You know, <laughs> like he, he just went boom right into robin hood mode and it was just like so cool to see it happen and he, he just like you know he, he kissed That's her hand who gets it. yeah yeah definitely and it's kind of interesting uh that you know you can uh it, well he's playing such an iconic role that you know even even now maybe a couple dozen guys have got to play ever robin hood yeah and and you know he you can tell that he he knows the responsibility of that and right. can kind of understand that and everything but you know it was a lot of fun i who else did i talk to i talked to gil a lot um, uh, Gil was a, a blast to talk to, and uh, he, he he was just like pleased as punch that he was even there. I'm sure. Like he was like, I was on one and a half episodes. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be here, uh, but they invited me, so, so hey, it's a party. Uh, what are they saying here in the? Uh... Well, Liz said she, if she would have been there, she'd have made you dance. Yes, yes, I'm sure then she would grumpy... have. Oh, uh, next. See, I wish the chat was side by side with the video. Hard to watch and chat at the same. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Mm. I don't think we can do that. Um. Okay, that's fair. Excuse so me. let's see. So yeah, uh, the, the ball was a lot of. I'm trying to think of anything else major that happened. Oh, uh, I did uh, say hi to Doctor Whale on behalf of Hope, and he remembered her from Enchanticon in there. I, I, I think it was a dinner or something. I, I know you recorded it and released it as a podcast, but uh, yeah, and I, you know, I tweeted Hope right away and everything to let her know, mm-hmm. and. and no, but he 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 was uh, really uh, pleased to hear uh, the by proxy from you hope for sure. Yes. And uh, yeah, and I know you keep pressing me on details. That's pretty That's much funny. all there is to the story. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh yeah, and uh, Sean McGuire, I, I was telling him about uh, my my book, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and and uh, he asked for a copy, so he has a copy of King Sparrow. Now I don't know if he's ever going to read it or if he just was being polite and toss it in the trash. Oh, well. ah, I doubt it. You mm-hmm. sort of had to go through a little bit to get it at the time. This is the program, by the way, the RegalCon program here, and uh, this is my my pre- my panelist badge. I, I actually also have a press one in here for becca <laughs> but uh, no let's see okay so ball happened I, I i ended up hanging out uh you know till way late that night probably like one or two in the morning i like got into a big conversation about all sorts of stuff with this girl named Megan out on the mm-hmm. the veranda there and then i came in and was partying with uh like liz and some of the other people who were running the convention oh, yeah. and everything so really good time really good time uh, the, uh, i made a choice to pregame by going to buy pregame by buying like four little bottles of wine at target to like slam down before i went down saved me a lot of money and uh, treated me pretty well. <laughs> okay, so magic juice. <laughs> magic juice. I'm gonna take it's a sip empty. right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Me too. Okay, so Sunday, Sunday, the day of the panel. 
I wake up and uh, probably within like uh, with a couple within a couple minutes, like I, I get a text message from Meredith uh, Meredith Placco, who was supposed to be our third for uh, for the convention and everything. Uh, it, so uh, I, I get a text message from her that she's having like a medical issue and she's not sure if she's going to be able to drive herself to the convention. Mm-hmm. So at first I'm like, well, maybe I can find someone to drive you. And she's like, no, I, I might not be good to be on the to panel be, yeah. at all. So I'm like freaking out trying to find a third and everything for like an hour or two. And then I basically give up on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like running around completely, completely super stressed and everything. Of course. Uh, but but, but I, eventually like I, I can't find a third or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, well, it's just going to be Becca on the panel. And and by this time, it's like I, I think there's a, there was the Q&A panel with Gil and Granny and the dwarves uh, going on. We had to leave early to go meet up with Becca, mm-hmm. go out to lunch and all that. And uh, then then it was the panel and it, like i was actually really scared because like the panel before our panel was not so big yeah there were like 20 or 25 people there maybe and it was it, it was a pretty huge room the panel room was pretty huge and i was i i was like oh man no one's gonna be no there one's showing up at yep. all Nobody's coming. Uh, but luckily no we we filled it out pretty good it was maybe a little bit less than uh the last cast q a panel but it was way more, it was actually more than i was expecting based oh, yeah. on what, how i'd seen the room fill up over the weekend Interesting. So, yeah, there were a lot of uh, fun people there. I wish um, you'd have taken a shot from the stage so we could have seen that. I meant to, but, if I, but I, I just never, yeah. Just, yeah. Life got in the way. Ah, life. Life gets in the way. Um, but wow. let's see. So, oh, yeah, uh, something I, and I was t- talking about this in the chat room while we were playing it. I, okay, so we, we go in and we're talking about the, the penultimate episode of season four of Once Upon a Time, which was the previous week's episode. So we, we get into it, we start talking about it, and Becca does her point. And then comes over to me, and I realize I don't remember anything about the episode at all. Like my mind completely blanks. I can't even remember the plot. Luckily, I oh, uh, Liz says she took uh, some pics of uh, us on stage. Uh, Liz, if you want to send those over, we would uh, appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, if you have, still have my phone number, you could even text them to me or something. Uh, nah, she deleted that and blocked you. <laughs> She's over you. I would definitely. I would too. Uh, but well, oh yeah, but my mind completely blanks. So luckily, I had my notes from the previous week's greetings episode with me so i was able to just kind of reference them and read them off but i eventually kind of like slightly remembered slightly remembered and it turned out okay and everything i'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else major from the panel itself um okay well after the panel i we had, we had a good time at the panel and everything, and we went uh, over to the little wine bar there for a drink afterwards. And all I'm going to say, and Liz will confirm this in the chat room for sure, is that uh, there, there there was a cast member uh, there in the wine bar, and I did a face in the place. In the space. In the space. Uh, it wasn't a race. And it, it was Bob and Good. I'll say that much. It was much. Bob and, <laughs> it was it Bob was and Bob Good. And good. <laughs> yeah, and Liz can definitely <laughs> confirm that. But it, it happened. It definitely happened. And then Liz took me for In-N-Out Burger, and it was oh, amazing. It hurt me. It hurt me a lot because of my new dietary res- restrictions. Completely worth it. So so uh, we, we got done with that. She dropped me back off at the hotel, and <laughs> I don't have the thing, but I do have this. Hold on. Universe Boxio. <laughs> Uh, but so uh, I came back and we were doing the the or the finale mm-hmm. in in the big room on the big screen and everything watching it and it, it was a little weird because it was through abc.com so it kept like stuttering oh, really? occasionally there was oh what was it I think it was one point it looked like Henry was about to die and then it stuttered and he was gone and we were like what, what, like, what? <laughs> what happened but it was all good and everything until about 15 minutes before oh by the way Liz in the chat room says Impressive. lol yes you did uh, but 
so it, until about 15 minutes before the episode wraps up, it was the scene with uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice and Henry in mm. Regina's office. I get a uh, a text message um, from my shuttle saying, you have to leave now. We're out here waiting for you. Oh. So I, I had to end up missing the last 15 minutes of the finale. And I didn't get to Which watch it until I got to the Houston airport and was able to find a, a copy somewhere. Uh, <laughs> at the Houston airport, you know, six or eight hours later. So I was like sitting – well, actually, I went online and looked up spoilers Spoiler. and everything. But overall, it was really good. I, I guess Liz says she sent some pictures to me here. Sending pictures. pictures. Yeah, I'll, I'll put these in the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Here's uh, this one. It's like Becca's falling over or something there. <laughs> I think that's when she was just sitting down. And then there's another one right there. Nice. Oh, fun. And uh, then let's see. Oh, this one – the first one actually, Liz, is my favorite. That's a nice Nice. Excellent. Yeah, I'll put those in the show notes too. Okay, well, Liz, are, are there any other stories you can think of that I didn't tell? I, I, I tried to be pretty thorough. Anne Marie, like qu- Marie or anybody in the the chat room, if they you have any questions. I, I have been kind of talking and not paying you are too, pretty too much ta- attention. Talking and I, they're they're pretty quiet now. Are they? Yeah, That's they're, they've been pretty okay. quiet. Um, let's see. No. Oh, didn't they talk about next year? Oh yeah, they, there was definitely. I and I, I won't say exactly what they talked about for next year, mm-hmm. but there's definitely going to be a, a greetings presence at RegalCon 2016, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we might want to buy jackets. That's from what I heard. That's all I'm going to say. Which we're really going to want to buy jackets because the show's relocating to Florida here soon. Uh, (laughs) Our show, not their show. Our show. Yeah. Um. Oh, hope uh, links in the chat room. I and I'll try and put this in the show notes. uh, But uh, yeah, an article where Sean talks about being an actor to con and kind of the responsibility. Nice. I think. Ah, why didn't I just speak? Wasn't that? It was. I can't think of it now. That's fair. So no more. No, it was good too. It was a good question. Oh Mm -hmm. no, it wasn't a question. Wasn't it um, that there were some other people at the viewing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, like, that viewing that I had to leave? Yeah. Like 75% of the cast was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Adam I, and Eddie. Well, Lana and her family were there. Right. Adam and Eddie were there. I believe Henry was there. Henry wasn't was he? there. I don't think the author was uh, there. Oh, yeah, and here's the quote from Sean McGuire. Entertainment is not like a business that you have to do. Anyone who doesn't like their celebrity or if you don't like the price of fame it comes with, you can quit. You can go into a real job. So I don't hold a lot of stock with celebrities complaining about how difficult their jobs are. People who hold down multiple jobs, single moms trying to support a family, people who work down uh, coal mines, I think they have the right uh, to a bit of a moan. If you're too rich and too famous, oh, poor you, cry me a river. (laughs) And then he goes on to say, I think I have a responsibility, like a convention. I feel that I myself have a responsibility to each person who comes up. They only get to meet you for 30 seconds, and I think it's important to try and give them a great experience. Be polite, smile, give them what they want. If you don't want to do that, you shouldn't be at the convention. If you're going to be miserable about it, maybe don't go. Or maybe don't be Robin Hood, because that's... All Robin Hood does. Do it. Is he's miserable. Do it. Do what? it. Do what? You know what I want. Oh, sorry. Oh, man, my stomach hurts. Sorry. Sorry about that. I think it's okay now. I think it's Yay. okay now. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I uh, hope uh, definite, definite credit to Anne-Marie for holding the uh, home front down in the chat room, especially with the low audio issues and everything. I know. People were like, I can't hear it. I'm like, can't he turn the volume up? I'm like, no. He's He's... I can't text no, him. I had no control over over that. the technical stuff. No. I know, by the way, uh, anyone who w- was in the chat room for mm-hmm. it, I, I did go back and look at the logs later on. Thank you guys so much for all your kind words and everything. Mm-hmm. Not so much tonight because they were, weren't kind words. Not they so were all kind. mean. No, yeah. But right. in a good way. In a good-natured, friendly way. <laughs> 
Oh, and I also, I just want to say, I guess one more thing to say is just like, it was such a blast hanging out with Liz, honestly, mm-hmm. and having her as kind of like my helper mm-hmm. all weekend. And we, we had some really uh, good meals, good conversations, kind of like talked a bit about what's going on in her life and everything. And like I said uh, to her and to Becca at the show and uh, to you when I got home, it, it's so much easier to be personal when you're in person, you know? And right. it, it, as close as we get to feel with you guys here every week, it, the in-person thing was... It makes a difference. A completely different level. Well, so. yeah. It's always nice to have friends Mm -hmm. irl instead of online yeah and definitely uh you you know i'm really hoping here in the in the next year we can do some more live stuff and maybe try and meet some more of you guys some meetups of some sort definitely because because it it, it was so great and so rewarding and once upon a time might not make it past season five let's just be honest this could be it folks we need to do some live events with you guys before it all wraps up well let's just say everybody you know start planning for uh, regal con 2016 maybe we could party or something oh yeah i'd be down with the party if nothing else if nothing else, in just a room. bunch of liquor in our room. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That'd be fine. I mean, magic juice. Magic juice. Magic juice. Magic juice. Oh, wait, who am I? Um, I Pretend have it's no a dagger. Idea. Pretend it's a dagger. Uh, you are Emma. Yes, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Emma. 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 Right, oh, and Amy P in the chat room says, "Yeah, I was just about to say we need to do a greetings." We do. Up. The hard part is mm-hmm. like everybody's really far. Well, it, pretty soon, uh, you know, it has been greetings from or- Atlanta for the it's past few years. from Orlando. Greetings from Orlando. So if you're ever coming down to Orlando yeah. for a Disney thing, mm-hmm. let me and Anne-Marie know. We'll meet up with you. We'll go out for drinks or something. And Amy says she's near <laughs> Dallas, so we're never going to meet we're you, Amy. Sorry. No. no. I was in Houston. Yeah, because that's close. <laughs> it's the same state, and that's about it. All right. Well, thank you guys, everyone, so thank much who came guys. out for the live chat. And I, I oh, hope... are we doing that thing? What thing? Afterwards. We are. Uh, oh. Which thing? Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. we're not streaming know. it. Oh, sorry. Huh? Never mind. Ignore me. It's a production meeting for stuff. Yeah, thanks. See, see Dragon Con? Yeah, see, Dragon Con's in Atlanta. I don't see us probably we're going We're probably to, not coming back. Although I will Con. say <gasps> that there we... There is that thing. We are the award they give out at Dragon Con that for we were nominated for last, last year. year. Uh, we're nominated for it again. For two shows? For two different shows. For this one and for Legends. So, uh, so that would be kind of cool. You guys really can't do anything. There's no public voting on it. No. But it, well, Whoever actually, nominated us, thank you. If you have any best moments from the past year uh, that you want to send along that I can include in the real we have to send over mm-hmm. uh, to them yeah just uh, shoot an email greetings from storybrook at gmail.com and let us know that would be awesome okay well I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up here Emery where can people find you online you can find me on the Twitters at Shimone. and as for me you can follow me on me online at bit.l what no no, no. you can follow me online at Phil Meeks and uh, you can, and you uh, can buy, buy the book, book at, at bit.ly slash kingsfarrow uh-huh. and you can follow all of our uh, podcasts at universebox.com Wait, wait, what was that, Amory? What? Universe Boxio. Universe Boxio. Until next time. Greetings, Greetings from Storybrook. Okay. I don't have author face you on took anymore. Took off author face. No more author face. Oh. Oh.